The following is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Recapture your youthful look with Dr. David Bank. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. Welcome to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey. This is a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD. Hi, it's Casey. Let's shine on today and get you empowered to be an energy healer. From a book, Brett Bevel, a Reiki master who is on staff at Omega in Rhinebeck, says it can be done. He's done it before. I have a number of different books that are out there, and all of them involve this process of sending an empowerment, usually through either an image or a phrase that's in the book. So again, I know it sounds a little bit esoteric, but uh, it's something I've researched over a number of years, and it's, it's always worked. This book is The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing, and you'll hear more about that from Brett Bevel coming up. You'll also have a chance to get a copy of the book, too. Energy healing works in a similar way to acupuncture, moving energy along meridians in the body. Energy healing does this with intention and focus and being open to the energy. Acupuncture does it by placing tiny needles on the body. And that's where we start today with acupuncturist Jillian Schwartz. Jillian is on staff at two Westchester hospitals. Her personal practice focuses on fertility issues, but Jillian knows everyone can benefit from acupuncture. She's currently offering free acupuncture to veterans suffering from PTSD. Now, if you wanted to meet Jillian for a session of this ancient Chinese practice, it would look like this. I look at their tongue, I check their pulse, and I have a about a 40-minute conversation with them, asking them a bunch of um, questions you might not have been asked before, very specific things about their habits, their sleeping, their digestion, and I put together a Chinese diagnosis. Every organ in the body has a Chinese job to do, so by taking those factors in, I decide which organs aren't doing their Chinese job. For an example, the spleen in Chinese medicine is digestion. So if I feel that the pulse in the spleen area is a little weak, uh, the, the questions I'm asking are leading me to believe the spleen's not doing what it's supposed to in the body. People have, you know, certain kinds of symptoms. They have swelling. They have um, an accumulation of bloating, things like that in the body. I will use acupuncture points known to help the spleen do its Chinese job. It's all based on invisible energy, which sounds really, really weird, and it sounded weird to me too in the beginning, but I tell people to picture the body like a system of garden hoses, and this invisible energy flows through it like nerves or blood vessels in the body. There's a network. If there's not enough energy in these hoses, there's problems in the body, and if there's an obstruction to the flow of this energy, there's problems in the body. When you have pain, I tell people it's like having a pebble in the garden hose, and I have to move that. And once I move those energetic obstructions, increase the amount of water in the hoses, all the organs get watered and they can grow. If anything is blocked and things aren't flowing, people aren't going to feel their best. So we base it upon that, and, and I get a lot of people coming to me who don't have diagnoses, a lot of unexplained things, because that's how they end up at my door, <laughs> the last-ditch the last ditch effort. And so it's a whole different system of diagnostics. So when I say that it increases hormone levels or changes hormone levels, what I'm really saying in Chinese medicine is it helps the organs do their Chinese job better, and that results in a change in blood work. So I'm basing it on, say, the kidney energy isn't doing what it's supposed to. I'm going to adjust that. The body works better. It does the way it's supposed to do for 
that person. Congratulations, Jillian Schwartz. No one has ever explained acupuncture as beautifully as you just did. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. (laughs) I wish I had some flowers or a bouquet to give you because that was fabulous. The garden hose analogy, wonderful. Well, it's weird. It's a weird thing here. And like, you know, when I, that's why I spend the time talking to people because, you know, they come in and they trust me to stick needles over their vital organs. And how can I do that without explaining to them what I'm actually doing? Like, it's just not, you know, and they can understand what's happening in their body. And I think sometimes people just want to know what's wrong with me. And Chinese medicine has explanations for those things. They're just not the ones that we're used to hearing. They're not disease names. There's a stone in your garden hose. Yes, exactly. And that just sounds lovely. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to wash it right out. We're going to clear that right now. We're talking to Jillian Schwartz, acupuncturist who works a great deal with people who want to have babies, but now you also have a military stress relief project. Tell us about that. I did training several years ago um, with a group called Acupuncturists Without Borders. So a lot of people have heard with Doctors Without Borders, but there's Acupuncturists Without Borders, and they go into trauma zones um, and, and natural disaster areas to do a special acupuncture protocol that involves five acupuncture needles in the outer part of each ear. It is shown that people really feel a decrease in anxiety and stress from this treatment. So they started applying it to active and retired uh, military personnel so that they can use it for PTSD. So post-traumatic stress disorder, which has been a a rampant problem in the military for a very long time. Sometimes people aren't diagnosed, but they provide, you know, they provide symptoms to their physician. I can't sleep. I'm having flashbacks. I have anxiety. I'm really angry. I don't fit back into society the way I'd like to. I'm not the person I was before. Those people benefit from this type of treatment because it works on this invisible energetic level. And it works concurrently if you're taking medication or you're doing therapy, you can use it also. So it doesn't prevent any other treatments medically. It adds into it. Um, And so I did training with this organization to be able to open my own clinic where I can run this program in our community and I provide free acupuncture it's completely free there's absolutely no cost involved to anyone who comes they just need to provide me um, a military ID card or a DD-214 so that I know that they were actually you know part of the military and they come and they sit and I administer this treatment after I have a a little talk with them explain what we're going to do and Part of this treatment is the fact that it's done with everybody sitting together because the camaraderie um, of being in the service was being in a group. Right. So it's, it's a different energy in the room when everybody's together. So I treat everyone, and um, these needles stay in probably about 30 to 45 minutes. Everyone's sitting together, and I have some relaxing music playing. And generally, people start to close their eyes, and they feel something they usually haven't felt in a while, um, just a little bit of calm. And it does last. And we're running this, it's the first and third Fridays of every month at 6 p.m. at Cortland Community Volunteer Ambulance Corps building. They generously have let me use their space there to do this project. And by people coming continuously for it, the effects start to build up. We've run a few sessions and the feedback I'm getting is that people are starting to sleep through the night. They are coming from far away to come get this treatment because they're desperate for something. Like our veterans are really um, not doing well. 
they need some other source of relief. And this, like I said, it works on a subconscious level. They don't have to put an effort into it. They don't have to talk about anything if they don't want to. No conversation necessary. And I've treated patients in my private practice for PTSD for a while, and I've gotten the similar feedback of, oh, my goodness, I slept through the night. Like, that alone is, like, amazing, like, when you can't sleep. I mean, I know people have insomnia and they can't sleep for a few nights. It could drive you crazy. This sometimes is 30 years. I mean, I have some guys from Vietnam. I have um, new guys just coming home now. Um, Also people who have addictions because they don't know where to turn and, and they've started, you know, either being hooked on medication or hooked on alcohol. This actually helps through the detoxification process as well. So it helps people feel better through that process too. But if you could watch the room and just see how the energy changes and they're really, you know, learning a lot about a whole new world of medicine. Um, But I actually saw a film at West Point. There's a film coming out. It just got released this past year called Thank You for Your Service. It followed four guys through their process of having post-traumatic stress disorder, and I had the privilege of actually meeting them. I was at um, one of the premieres of the movie, and the guys that were filmed were there. And what they told me was all of the treatments they did that were non-traditional, they did a few things with Native Americans, they did acupuncture, those were the ones that made the biggest difference to them. Right. You're resetting their nervous system. Yes. That's Jillian Schwartz offering free acupuncture to veterans the first and third Friday of every month at the Cortland Volunteer Ambulance Corps in Montrose, New York. For more, visit clearviewacupuncture.com. Next, a guide to open up your energy to heal without needles. This is the Health and Happiness Show with Casey on 100.7 WHUD. Find out more and listen to previous shows online at caseyradio.com. Do your hands need a beauty makeover? Hands have always been a sign of elegance. And even if you have a youthful facial appearance, hands don't lie. Now there is an easy solution for aging hands. Radius is the first and only FDA-approved product to correct volume loss on your hands. Radius restores beauty by filling out that hollow look to the back of your hands, leaving them looking smooth and natural. Results can be seen immediately. Lidocaine is added to the Radius, making this a virtually painless procedure. In less time than it takes for lunch, the results of Radius hand lift treatment will make your hands soft and supple again. The procedure is safe and can last up to 15 months. Call today and schedule your hand lift consultation with Dr. David Bank. Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. 914-241-3003. You'll find out more at thecenterforderm.com. Hi, this is Patty Holmes with your Yoga Garden Minute talking about mood changers. The physical practice of yoga is what attracts most of us initially. The focus is on our bodies. And I still love the physical aspect, but it's the change in my mental and emotional states that keeps me coming back for more. Sometimes we all need help getting ourselves out of a funk, and music is one of the quickest ways to alter our internal states. When we combine inspirational music with the healing powers of coordinated breath and yoga movement, we create a potent mix for magic. So let's practice. Allow the music to inspire you. As you inhale, fill your lungs and ribs, arcing your arms out to the sides and up over your head, hands come together. Exhale, keep hands in prayer pose, lowering them to your heart. Again and again, lift those arms, breathe, move, feel that music, smile, 
and you can become your own mood changer. This is Patty Holmes at yogagardenwp.com in White Plains, New York. Hi, it's Casey. You are loved by the divine, and you are so loved that the divine wants nothing more than for you to know how loved and magical you are. So writes author, teacher, and Reiki master Brett Bevel. Brett is on staff at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, where he helps with the programs that keep the rest of the staff present and peaceful and ready to serve us. Yeah, I think that's part of the part of the theory is that uh, you know that the staff kind of create this wonderful group field just through the inner work that they're doing, and that when people come to Omega, that's kind of the magic that they feel is that, is this presence that all the staff are holding by the work that they're doing on themselves. Ah, the presence the staff is holding. If if only when we all went to work in the morning, we had our staff holding a presence for us. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? All right. The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing, Introducing the Divine Healing Secrets of Merlin is your book. And what is it you most want people to know? Um, I want people to know that from the book, they can actually learn the first three levels. And it's, it's a pretty potent uh, form of energy healing. Now, I've been trained in a number of different modalities. I'm traditional Reiki master. I've also been trained to the first five levels of something called vortex healing and have experienced some other modalities as well. But of all the things I do and teach, this is the one that I get the most uh, reaction from in terms of my clients. So, for example, uh, Carrie Ann Anaba from Dancing with the Stars uh, has endorsed the book and has been uh, a client of mine for a number of years. We do long-distance treatments. And in terms of the, the actual sort of uh, response that I get from people when I use this form of energy healing. It tends to be that they move through their issues much faster. They come to a place of healing much faster with this particular modality. And so I really just want to get this work out there to as many people as who can benefit from it. And again, the book uh, trains you to the first three levels. Now, we're talking to Brett Bevel. He's from Omega, and the book is called The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing. People are familiar, most people are familiar with Reiki and that it's mm-hmm. taught person to person and yeah. and, and a Reiki master would blow ancient Japanese symbols into your chakras or something of that nature. Right, right. And vortex healing, I imagine it's somewhat similar. Yes, and it would be a person-to-person transmission from the teacher to the students, yeah. And you're sure I can learn the first three levels of this energy healing in a book? You can. So that you do get an empowerment, and it's through me, but it comes through the book. So I know that that may sound a little esoteric. Um, it's a process that I actually practiced with for a number of years, um, and I have a number of different books that are out there, and all of them involve this process of sending an empowerment, usually through either an image or a phrase that's in the book. So again, I know it sounds a little bit esoteric, but uh, it's something I've researched over a number of years, and it's, it's always worked. And um, I've been publishing books since 2007 on Reiki and other modalities as well. And this technique has always uh, has always worked. Where did you learn it? It's something that I actually came up with. And again, it may sound a little esoteric. So this is uh, a number of years ago when I was living in San Francisco. I had this thought of... Uh, I used to love to walk labyrinths, and there were some beautiful labyrinths in the San Francisco area. And I was walking this particular labyrinth actually in Oakland, and I had this thought, what if I just playing around, just sent a Reiki attunement through the center of the labyrinth, intending that it only interact with those people in the future who walked the labyrinth with the intention of receiving an attunement. Okay, now that sounds a little maybe out there, but then I would go get, and so it wouldn't, you know, mess with anybody who's just innocently walking the labyrinth. Mm -hmm. 
And then I went and, and got different friends who I knew who had not been attuned to Reiki but who were interested in learning. And I said, I just want to try this. Would you go walk this labyrinth? I told them the location. I said, just walk that labyrinth with the intention of receiving a Reiki attunement. And they did. And I would come back. I'd feel their hands. Their hands were then flowing Reiki. And then I would teach them the process. After that, I realized that, you know, because in Reiki, you know, there's symbols for sending energy through time and space, and so the whole time-space thing is really an illusion anyway. So what I, what I realized is that as wonderful and as beautiful as labyrinths are, uh, that you could do the same thing linking it to a particular action. So in, in a lot of my books, it was the action is reading a particular phrase when you're ready to receive the empowerment. Um, in The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing, the empowerment is linked to touching specific images in the book when you're ready to receive it. And there's actually some that you can actually touch um, just to receive a short healing. You don't even have to get the empowerment, but if you just want to receive a short healing, there's certain images you can touch in the book and just kind of get a sense of what the energy feels like. And um, I've had a very positive response from it. So, uh, you know, I just encourage people to just give it a try. All right. We will. You're talking to your people. Yeah. You yeah. really are. Yeah. You are. You are not the first person to come on the show and say, well, I've kind of developed this new process of energy healing. But let me say this. You've collected the, the beautiful photographs, and then they're put into a book, and then they're mass-produced, and it still holds the energy. It still holds the energy, yeah. I had a, an interview a couple months ago uh, with a woman in a radio station in California, and she, she was actually doing this sort of online test with images while we were doing the interview. She would touch them, and she goes, oh, I, I, feel, I feel the energy coming off the page. And, you know, it was just quite quite remarkable. Again, I uh, you know, it, it's a little on the esoteric side in terms of explaining how it works, but it, in practical terms, it works. Right, it works. And it's so yeah. funny because there are two camps. There are the people who say, yeah, I totally get it. Everything is energy. We can send, we can receive, we can help to heal, we can help to move energy. And then I mentioned to my coworker the other day, hey, I met this guy and his job is to send energy healing to this um, very famous ball club, a, a baseball uh -huh. club. And that's his uh -huh. job is to do. <laughs> and that's what my coworker did. I love it. And that's what my coworker did. He went nuts. He says, yeah, so there's some guy like in row seven and he's affecting the shortstop. I said, it's even beyond that. It's, I love that. He's affecting the shortstop before the shortstop ever takes the field. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so there's two camps. There's people who say this is possible, and there's people who just laugh out loud. But, yeah. um, but you know, at some somewhere in life, the two will meet, I think, once eventually. So you said you can tell when people walk through the labyrinth, when you did this, when you were developing this technique, people walk yeah. through the labyrinth, and they came out, their hands were flowing Reiki. Yeah, their hands were flowing Reiki. I would ask them to put their hands on my head, and I could feel, you know, that's that very palpable Reiki sort of warmth, tingling energy that, that was not something that I felt from their hands beforehand. So, right. um, you know, and then I would teach them how to do a session on themselves, and they would they would feel it, and, you know, their breathing, their breathing would deepen as they're doing the session on themselves. And so I'm like, okay, it's an out-of-box technique, but it, it worked. And so, uh, you know, from that I've... I've uh, used that technique in basically all of my books in some variation in terms of sending an empowerment through either through a phrase or an image and intending that whoever interacts with that phrase or image in a specific way with the intention of receiving the empowerment will receive it. Beautiful. The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing, Introducing the Divine Healing Secrets of Merlin is the book. It's by Brett Bevel. Now, Brett, uh, tell, me, tell us about the Merlin piece of things. Yeah, so uh, the Merlin energy um, is is quite playful and magical, and um, uh, 
you know, I know often people just think of Merlin as being, uh, you know, this wizard in, in uh, King Arthur's court. And I, I do believe there was a wizard in King, Ar- King Arthur's court who was a Merlin. But um, my connection to Merlin really developed more in, in the work I did with Vortex Healing. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not a teacher in that lineage, but I was trained through the first five levels. And in that, in that lineage, the presence of Merlin is very strong. And they, th- they think of Merlin more as being sort of an avatar uh, who's sort of ruling the, that area of divine healing magic. So just as one could think of, of Christ as being an avatar who brought in the, the, the divine presence of love and compassion, they, they believed that there was a divine avatar 5,000 years ago who brought in this energy of divine healing magic. And um, so it was actually immediately after the fifth level training in vortex healing that this other uh, modality came to me that I call magical awakening that is what uh, the wizard's guide to energy healing is about and it was literally within an hour after that training I just started seeing these these lights the best way I could explain it is if you've ever seen the film The Matrix where there's kind of those ones and zeros trickling across the screen yes it was kind of like that in the background of everything except it wasn't ones and zeros it was just a sparkly white light just kind of trickling down in the background of everything I would look at and I just had this feeling and this this knowing that I could tap into this energy and work with it and the, the really interesting thing is over the next several months as I would be working with this energy I would get these very strong images related to Arthurian legend for example example, one of the, one of the uh, tools in the system is something we call the grail. And I would see this image of a, like this beautiful grail chalice in the area of my heart chakra, just flowing this, this wonderful restorative healing energy out. There's another tool at the third level that I call uh, Excalibur, sort of like a divine sword of light that sort of runs the line of your chakras. And so I would see this image of this divine sword of light come through as well when I was, when I was doing healing. So Again, the, 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 the modality is not something that I studied from a book or from a specific teacher. It was really just kind of through du- direct transmission from Merlin that I received this, and I would just get these images that, again, that just related to Arthurian legend and with my uh, pre-existed knowledge in terms of vortex healing of that connection to Merlin. So it just really developed into this very playful and uh, joyful system. Right. I know as a, as a practitioner, you know, I feel really just joyful and happy uh, right after I do a session. And it's really, it's really wonderful. Wonderful. Brett Bevel is the guest. The book, The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing, Introducing the Divine Healing Secrets of Merlin. And could it be, perhaps, that this energy that expresses itself in Merlin-esque terms and pictures is mm-hmm. just divine energy's way of speaking a language we understand? That's certainly possible. I mean, I always believe that the, that the divine is going to speak to us in whatever way we're able and willing to hear it. So that's certainly true and possible. Um, you know, I just, I do know that, that that the way it speaks to me and when I teach it to others, it, it just seems to really sink in and work well for them. But yes, I certainly believe what you're saying there. Uh, one question for, for the person who maybe has an ailment and is considering energy healing, let them know what's expected of them in a session. Sure. So I would say the best thing to do is to just be open to the possibility. You know, so if you're receiving a session, usually you would just be lying down, fully clothed. Um, again, most of the sessions I do are distant. And I actually want to uh, say just quickly, anybody who wants to receive a short session, um, I have a lot of free audio healings posted on SoundCloud. So if you just Google SoundCloud, 
Brett Bevel. Uh, you know, there's like a, a, a number of short healings that you can just listen to on an audio recording form and receive the healing. Um, but yeah, in terms of the person receiving the healing, you just want to be open to what's possible and also just know that this energy is coming from a from a higher source than the person who's sending it. So it's not my energy or the or the Reiki practitioner's energy or whoever it is you might be receiving from. It's coming through them uh, from a divine source. So just know it's always going to be working for the highest good. Um, and then another thing I always recommend people do is just make sure they you know, take care of themselves and drink plenty of water afterwards because when you receive a healing of this nature, it can often you know, move out old toxins, things that have been held in our cells for years. And so the more assistance you can give your kidneys to flush that out, uh, the better. You know, that's, that's what I would recommend to people and to just be, again, kind and gentle to themselves. Be kind and gentle to yourself always. And let me know if you'd like a copy of the book, The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing. Check out brettbevel.com. That's Brett with two T's and Bevel with two L's. See you next week. You've been listening to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey. The content of the Health and Happiness Show is intended for general information purposes only. The Health and Happiness Show is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Recapture your youthful look with Dr. David Bank. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at kcradio.com. And join Casey for another edition of the Health and Happiness Show next Sunday morning on 100.7 WHUD.